press the red button. What's in the box? Well, if you uh, couldn't tell by now, we're uh, on the road, on our way back from another barbecue road trip. Um, we've got a fun episode with you uh, with uh, Chris Wood from Primacy Meat Company in Virginia. Um, Chris is starting his own barbecue business, which we will talk about in the episode. Um, but before we before we get into the meat of Chris's episode, the meat. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So before we get into the meat of that episode, let's let's talk a little bit about giveaways. Everybody likes giveaways, they, don't they? They do. They do. And we like to right. give things away, so it works out. So first up is the winner of our signed, autographed Tootsie photo. Yes, uh, this was a photo that Brian took of Tootsie. Um, hopefully, if you follow us on Instagram, you've seen this picture. Um, it's Tootsie shoveling coals, which is you know one of the iconic images of Tootsie. Is a, you know her shoveling coals from one firebox to another and. And um, Brian got a great shot of her shoveling coals, and and what Tootsie was kind enough to sign an eight by ten picture of it. And so, of course, the first thing we think of is let's let's try to give this to someone. Let's give this to somebody who's a hopefully a big barbecue fan, someone that will appreciate it. Um, so we we asked you guys to enter on Instagram, and we had uh, quite a few entries, and drew the winner at random. And the winner is uh, Instagram name at Mando. E S C O nine. Um, so congratulations to you. We will be reaching out to you on Instagram, getting your, uh, your information and we will get that signed picture to you. So obviously be on the lookout for our, our Instagram giveaways. And we'll also, we'll, uh, John Miller was kind enough to give us some giveaway swag as well. Um, so in, in addition to the Yeti cooler, which we'll talk about in a minute, we did a our first Twitter giveaway this week um, of a John Miller t-shirt and koozie. It pays to follow us. That's right. And you get free stuff, or at least the opportunity of free stuff. So we uh, we did a Twitter giveaway of that, and Stephen Naren, who we've uh, we've known through social media for quite a while. Met him up at uh, Truth. Yeah, so I mean, he's a he's a good guy. Um, him and his buddies have a really cool tradition, where uh, once a year they get together, and they do a big. They call it their barbecue palooza. They go to multiple places over the course of a weekend or a long weekend. Uh, so they'll be doing that here pretty soon. But uh, good guy. I'm really happy for him that he won. Um, and so be on the lookout. We'll do we'll do more Twitter giveaways in the future and Instagram giveaways and things like that. So um, thank you to John Miller, of course, for the. Uh, for the t-shirt and koozie giveaway for that. Um, but uh, we also, of course, have the big, big giveaway going on right now that we're getting the ready. The biggest prize in barbecue. Ever. Rah. Rah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. So this is this is killer, guys. So we continue to get um, prizes donated by barbecue joints around Texas. And we do want to we'll give a shout out here, but we do want to say, hey, this thing is jam-packed, and you know we're certainly we're willing to take on some more donations for prizes, but um, we're kind of sealing this one off and locking it tight. Um, absolutely welcome to send us some more stuff. Talk to us, reach out to us, and uh, we'll set it aside because we have a lot of other giveaways in addition to this going. But this week, um, let's rattle off. So, um, uh, Brett at Brett's Barbecue, we got John Miller, we got um, Evie Mays, we have Zavala's Barbecue, Rahino Barbecue. Uh, Rossler's Blue Cord. Rossler's Blue Cord. Yeah, so uh, every one of these wonderful barbecue establishments have been kind enough to give us various things to give away, from koozies, hats, t-shirts, stickers, um, just uh, all, all things under the sun. They've been kind enough to uh, to contribute. They want they want this to be a big giveaway just as much as we do. So This is crazy. A, a huge mean, like, thank you really to them. It's really crazy. Yeah, I mean, we're, we, we've stockpiled this Yeti with 
all sorts of swag. Um, again, like Brian said, you know, if, if you absolutely want more swag to go into the cooler and you're a participating barbecue joint, by all means, we're not going to say no, but uh, we've got a good amount in there. Whoever wins this is going to be winning a, an amazing prize. Hey, so how do I win this? We're going to announce that soon. I know. We're going to announce that in two weeks? Two weeks. Two, two weeks, weeks will be the announcement. Two weeks. Two weeks. With Mars. Two weeks. And so this will be a, uh, it's, again, we've said it before, it's going to be an interactive contest. Um, we will, you'll have the details on it, on, on what you can do to enter and how, you know, and, and also what you can do to increase your chances to win. So uh, be on the lookout for that when but we... you don't have to wait two weeks. Because next week we're announcing another giveaway. That's right. Golly, we had so many giveaways, Brian. And <laughs> and so next week we're giving away something from Sonny Moberg and Moberg Smokers. That's right. For that episode. The following week we will announce how you can win the, the Yeti stuffed full of goodies. And then the week after that we have another giveaway. And that's another really special one. Should we announce it or should we just make them wait? Let's make them wait a little <laughs> bit. We'll make them wait a little okay. while on that one. That Let's build the suspense that's on that. Good. That's That's going to be I a fantastic giveaway. I can tell you this, giveaway. is that what we're giving away cannot be purchased. That's right. No. It, yes, it is absolutely a exclusive giveaway. Well, I don't know if it's exclusive. Maybe like 10 other people. Exclusive enough. Yeah, but it's going to... Trust but, me, yeah, you're going to like this one. Um, it's not a sticker. It's not a koozie. It's not a hat. It's not anything you can wear. It's not anything <laughs> you can... Well, I guess you, you could eat it. I wouldn't recommend I it. I wouldn't recommend eating because then you couldn't enjoy it. Yeah, so so yeah. It's going to be a really unique giveaway. We're super, super, super excited about this one. Um, it's something it's even bigger giveaway we found out that it's an even bigger giveaway than we originally thought it was going to be um so be on the lookout for that you'll know it when it comes we'll make sure you know about it when it comes we're crazy for barbecue so so be on the lookout for that um we i don't know if we're gonna have a giveaway this week uh, if we do we'll announce to twitter instagram but uh get ready for three straight weeks of big giveaways between moberg uh announcing the contest rules of the yeti and then the other surprise giveaway uh, so, yes, uh, be on the lookout for that. Sonny Mogerg's episode will be posting the following week. Uh, we've been excited about that one for a while as well. Um, so, yeah, by all means, follow us on Twitter um, at BBQ Podcast, on Instagram at Tales from the Pits. Email us if you've got questions for us, um, you know, that, which kind of leads into our episode, is uh, Chris Wood, who's our guest this week, um, reached out to us via email at Tales, or, uh, Tales from the Pits at gmail.com. Um, and he was coming to Texas for the first time on a barbecue tour because he's, again, launching this barbecue pop-up catering uh, business. And so he's taking he was taking his first trip to Texas and kind of, you know, just asked us for some tips on not necessarily where to go because he's very heavily involved in following all these barbecue joints, but uh, more of, you know, what, what sellout times to look for, what items to get at which places. Uh, so he, he just asked us for a little bit of tips and our advice on that, and we were more than happy to, to give them. And then, a, of course, we were fortunate enough to meet up with him and, and eat at a couple of barbecue joints. Right in the middle of his tour there. And right. Pretty epic tour. Um, yeah. Some of the places, I mean, he started in, I think, did he start in Northeast Texas? Right. Well, let me. I'll, I'll see if I can remember every place he went. Let's see. This is going to be hard. I'm sure I'm going to miss some. Chris, if I miss some, let me know. Um, so he went, he had Ragels brought to him. He didn't get to go because he got in late. But a friend of his brought him Regals, and then he had Tejas, Corkscrew, Southern Q, um, Victorians, Pinkertons, Snows, Truth, Louis Miller, Taylor Cafe, um, Style Switch. 
He had uh, Texas Ranch Barbecue, uh, Law Barbecue, Micklewait. Um, then he went to he went to Lockhart as well, and he had um, Kreitz, and I believe he had Blacks and Smitty's also. Um, he just had uh, oh Valentina's. He ate there with us. Yeah, I should remember Valentina's that one, shouldn't I? We actually met him up twice on the tour. Right. <laughs> So uh, Chris went to, I want to say it was 19 joints in a three-day period or four-day period. Something crazy. But he, he got just a really great sampling of different styles of Texas barbecue, um, different business setups, which if you're if you're starting a barbecue business, it's good to see, you know, how food trucks operate, how restaurants operate, and, you know, j- different setups of, of service. So he had a really, really great tour um, of some of the best places in Texas. I mean, you can't get to all of them in a couple of days, but he got to a good number of them. So good on Chris for that. Um, we, we had a blast hanging out with him. He's a good guy. If you're up Virginia way, you know, if he's serving somewhere, be on the lookout for that. He's having a nice uh, pit built, you know, which uh, which looks like it's going to be producing some good barbecue. It's a, like, it looks like an offset propane tank, like the, you know, the traditional barbecue. And, and by all means, you should be giving him a, a follow also on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Um, trying to pull up his name now so that I don't butcher it. This is great radio. It's CB Wood 1010 on Instagram. Um, so be on the lookout for Chris. Give him a follow. He's a good guy. Uh, loves Texas barbecue and is, do, you know, doing his homework and making sure he learns it. So. All right. Yeah. Without, I think we've. It was uh, nice hanging out with you, Chris. Yeah, Chris. We had a great time. Hope you make it back to Texas again. And uh, by all means, hit us up and we'll uh, we'll eat some more barbecue with you. So uh, without further ado, here is Chris's episode. Howdy. Welcome to another episode of Tales from the Pits. This is Brian. And Andrew. And we're here today with... Chris Wood. And Chris, we are at the side of a freeway here in in Texas, not in Houston, um, in Brenham, Texas, which means we must be at... Nathan's. No, we're at Truth. Uh, <laughs> we are at Truth. <laughs> I had to think about that for a second. I, I, tripped, I tripped you up there. but I've uh, never been to Truth. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, we're here at Truth Barbecue. Um... Chris has been uh, kind of following us along and following all the barbecue people in Texas along on Instagram and Twitter um, for a while now. Uh, Chris, you've gotten bit by the Texas barbecue bug, but you are not from Texas. That is true. I'm from Northern Virginia in uh, Loudoun County, about 25 miles outside of D.C. Um, I got into barbecuing probably eight, nine years ago, Um, just backyard barbecuing. Um, and it became more and more of a passion for me, and uh, and so I guess through social media and stuff, I've been following you know what's going down here in Texas, uh, and this is one of the my actually my first trip down here to try Texas barbecue. So, so what when you started doing the backyard cooks and everything eight nine years ago, was it Texas style then, or were you cooking? It was not definitely not Texas style. It was um, you know probably more so like competition t- style barbecuing. Uh, sweet stuff, uh, you know, lots of sugars and crazy rubs that, uh, that you know, most people start out with. Right. Uh, Try, trying more to transform the meat rather than just to amplify the meat. Correct, correct, correct. So, oh. um, yeah, just from what I've seen um, in the in the textile uh, barbecue, uh, I, I really enjoy the idea of, of the simplicity of it, of taking a good piece of meat and just enhancing it to the natural flavor of the meat with with uh, you know simple spices and, and just really be able to taste 
what the meat's supposed to taste like. And so, uh, what what got you onto the the Texas side of things? Was there a, like a particular visit to a place, whether it's in Virginia uh, be, or somewhere else? Or? Uh, to be completely honest with you, I didn't eat Texas barbecue until about a year ago when I went down to John Lewis's place in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, before that, I really it was really just through social media, getting on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and and seeing what everyone was doing down here. Um, obviously, everyone takes great pictures of their food when when they come. And, uh, and post it, and I, I just fell in love with the whole idea of it. And so what, what type of pits are you cooking on right now? Um, right now i got a small offset uh, stick burner um, at my house that, that I've been working with for a little over a year now. Um, and I'm currently waiting on a 500-gallon offset, um, mobile offset to be finished, uh, hopefully within the next month or so. Nice, and this this isn't this is no longer just for backyard cooks. This is uh, hopefully going to be uh, a pop up business, maybe eventually a full fledged business. That's true. Is the dream, I understand. That's right. So, where I live, there's actually really no Texas style barbecue, um, and I enjoy doing it so much that uh, and feeding people, I always have. Uh, I like feeding the masses, and uh, and. It's, it's just a passion of mine. I want as many people to try my food as possible. And I figured, you know, might as well try some pop-ups and, and start selling it and, uh, and see kind of where it takes me. Um, you know, it's kind of hard to justify buying $300 worth of meat just to cook at your house. You know, I end up giving it away to neighbors and, and friends and stuff like that. It's expensive it's, to practice like that. It is. It's a very expensive habit and, and, and passion. So. If I can recoup, you know, some money to, to, to you know, break even while I, while I get going and, and let people try my food along the way, you know, it's, it's yeah, awesome. Building that audience, building that brand, you exactly know, it's right. important so that when you do get to the point when you're ready to, to start branching out and really doing a more retail side of it, you've hopefully got a built-in fan base of people that have been eating your food and, and, and liking it. That's right. And I've lived in the same area for, you know, my entire life. So a lot of my friends are still in the area. Um, most of my family lives close by, so, you know, birthday parties for friends or, you know, friends' kids, my family. Um, I always I always tend to bring the barbecue. Have have brisket, will travel. With the, yeah, well-traveled brisket, <laughs> that's right, that's right. So, uh, yeah, I cook it as often as I can, as, as, as often as my wife allows me to, I should say. So. That, that's the right answer. Right, right. She's, no, she's very supportive, so... Um, you know, she's helping me along the way, and, and I'm just really excited to uh, let people try my food. And your, your whole family's gotten into brisket after that trip to Lewis, right? That's, um, that's, tell us a little bit about that, that visit and your family. That's true. So we, we drove down to Charleston last summer, um, and I knew I was going to be going down there, so I decided to wake the whole family up about 3 a.m. So it's about a seven, eight-hour drive. Um, so I want to make sure that I was at Lewis's right when they opened and uh, brought the kids inside. We got, you know, a big platter of, of meats. This is my actual first Texas-style barbecue experience. And uh, my two youngest, I think they were five and six at the time. And, uh, and when they tried the brisket, they were, they were hooked. I mean, they had eaten some of my barbecue, but they had never had anything like that. So th they definitely were, were happier with that brisket than anything I had cooked at the time. <laughs> Don't feel bad. John Lewis has been doing it a while. <laughs> <laughs> to a lot of families like that. That's right. But but now they're, now they're hooked on brisket. Um, they are, on more brisket. so than anything else. So basically anytime they know that I'm firing up the smoker, they always ask if they can have brisket. 
and they're very disappointed when, when I'm not <laughs> cooking brisket. So. So as you got into that, you, you've got, you're able to make this trip down here and um, hit up a number of places. You're kind of in the middle of your, your run right now, right? That's right, yep. Got in on Thursday nights. Um, I had some carry-out regals that a buddy of mine picked up uh, for when I got in. My flight was delayed, so I, I ate a bunch of regals uh, about midnight, 1230 on Thursday <laughs> when I got in. And then all day yesterday, I spent... And, and how was that? Yeah, let's talk about each, oh, each of these. Right? Okay. Some, uh, of the, some of the more memorable items or sides right, or meats. Right. Um, Ragels you had, if it, was, if it was Thursday, you probably had the pastrami then? That's correct. Yep. And, and how was that? Uh, excellent. Better than anything I've had. Um, not too many places where I live make pastrami, especially not in, the, in a barbecue style. I've only had it at one or two places. Um, I've made it myself a couple times, but his was just on a whole other level. It's, it was delicious. Um, everything from there was great. I mean, even reheated, you know, four hours or, you know, six hours later, it was still fantastic. Awesome. Well, shout out to Russell Regals. To, uh, take a listen to our episode with Russell. Um, so the that was the, well, your first stop, quote unquote, since you didn't actually right. stop there, but right. you got obviously plenty of food from there. Uh, so then uh, the next day, what was, what was the itinerary for the next day? So the next day we were going to do all day in Houston in, in the surrounding area. So we drove up to Tomball and started the day out at Tejas, which was a fantastic experience. I mean, that food there is just incredible. Um, you get full spread of meats and sides, everything? Or? Everything. And, you know, of course, tried the carrot souffle, which was excellent. Everybody recommended that. I definitely had to try the soups that everyone's talking about. They had a uh, chicken, smoked chicken poblano soup, which was just unbelievable. Um, just great people too. Everyone there was very friendly. Um, took you know took time to, to talk to us. So uh, yeah, that was awesome. That was great. From there we uh, we left and went over to Corkscrew, about a 20 minute drive. Um, another great experience. Very friendly people. Awesome food. Um, and then from there, from Corkscrew, we ended up stopping at Southern Q because I listened to your all's uh, interview with, with those fine people over there. Steve and Sharice. Right. They couldn't have been any nicer. I didn't meet Steve, but Sharice uh, was, I mean, she was just a joy. Um, and I just really wanted to try the boudin there because I'd never had boudin. No one sells boudin. Or you, you recently made a batch, a trial batch of boudin not too long ago, right? I, remember I did. I up. did. I'd never even eaten it before. <laughs> That's um, ambitious. I give you credit. I've we never haven't even had the guts to do it yet. <laughs> I've never eaten it before, but obviously I've, I've seen photos of it and I, and I did a lot of research on it and uh, gave it a shot. Um, it turned out okay. Definitely needed some more rice. Um, after what I tried at Southern Q yesterday, I could I could definitely see I got I got some work to do when it comes to the, to the boudin. But it was all about the those fiery crackers that they make are just unbelievable. Yeah. A little bit of that boudin on the cracker and it was it was a taste like I've never I've ha never had before. It was unbelievable. Yeah, it's a really classic East Texas Louisiana flavor that even some people in Texas have never really had boudin. Um, if you grew up in Central Texas or West Texas, it's really not prevalent in those areas. It's very much a Houston and East Texas, Louisiana sort of dish. It's starting to kind of trickle into Austin a little you're, you're bit, but it more. not much. Yeah, not you're much. seeing it more, but uh, but yeah, it is very retro regional thing. Um, so uh, Southern Q, and, and, and I'll just have to shout out to John Brotherton who's doing boudin up in Austin. So. <laughs> Yes, and, and coincidentally, we will be seeing John pretty soon after we finish recording <laughs> Actually, this. Actually, immediately after this, we're headed to John's place. Um, so, okay, so leaving Southern Q. Uh, yeah, we left Southern Q, and uh, we headed over into the Heights and went over to Joey Victorian's place, Victorian's Barbecue. 
Um, got a nice spread over there too, a full platter, meats and sides. And um, that was awesome because he, he was there by himself and was able to come sit down and uh, talk to us pretty much the entire time we were there. Couldn't be it. Couldn't have been a nicer guy. Yeah, Joe's a super good dude. Interesting location too. If if even if you're not from Houston, it's kind of just in the plopped in the middle of all right. of those uh, right townhomes. Right? right in yeah. between two houses, it's, it's pretty bizarre. Not like something I've seen seen before for sure. Not you know zoning's different where I come from. So <laughs> yeah, there is no zoning in Houston. Like, <laughs> right. Literally, there's no zoning in Houston. Right. So you will see strip clubs next to schools and well, not necessarily, <laughs> but they, you'll see some goofy stuff in Houston. You're like, wait, how is that next to this? But yeah. it's. Houston's a strange animal when it comes to non-zoning things. Um, but, uh, okay, so from Joey's we went to? Uh, we ended up finishing at Pinkerton's. Um, that was, you know, we were going to go to the pit room, but this being our fi- our fifth spot or stop, <laughs> we were we were full. You realized you were too ambitious in, in the uh, yeah, lineup. Yeah, I definitely uh, bit off more than and I could We kept telling you, oh, yeah, you can go here, here, and here, and mm-hmm. you'll have time to go here, but it... It, right. If you try to sample a lot of food, which you should, it's so fatty and so rich that it, oh, it yeah. just it kills you. It you does, just can't it really do it. Does. It looked a lot easier on paper <laughs> and in my mind than you know than it really did. And I was so excited to get to Tejas, the first the first place that I probably went a little overboard. I mean, the food was so excellent there that I really filled up. Um, but I tried my best, and uh, so instead of driving you know six miles to uh, the pit room we decided to go you know two miles to Pinkerton's or you know however far it was and uh, and Pinkerton's was excellent too you know um, they did a shrimp creole or shrimp etouffee I saw that on the menu yeah I didn't, yeah, yeah you're seeing a lot of barbecue places with uh, with Lent being underway are offering some you know non-meat items for, for people that are you know observing Lent on Fridays and things like that so Right, so uh, tried tried that out. Got a couple sli- uh, slices of brisket, which was you know excellent. Some ribs and um, a couple sides there, and uh, that really capped. I think that was that capped off the night for us. I think that was a good a good first day. That's a that's a good roster of places, especially on you know you, you make a list of great Houston barbecue. You hit a lot of them. I mean, it's yeah. you can't hit them all in one day, but you, you hit a good number of them. Two Texas monthly top top tens. Yeah, right. Yeah, that, yeah. Not bad at all. So yeah, pretty good run. So that was day one, and uh, now we're on to day two, which That's started right. a little earlier than day one did. That's right. We woke up about 4.45 this morning and left our place about 5 a.m. to make sure we got to Snow's uh, so we could, you know, not be at the end of the line. Um, got there, got to meet a bunch of cool people, um, you know, Snow and Clay, of course, or Tootsie and Clay, of course. Um and you know a bunch of other people that I, I have met through Instagram and social media. Yeah, it was a big social media barbecue meetup yeah, today. It was. Yeah, there was a really podcast was. recording. Yeah, other than yeah, us, yeah, there was uh, yeah, Yoni a lot was there of people. from Best Barbecue. Yeah. Um, Patrick Hernandez was there. He's actually here right next to us at the table right now. Gabe Ramirez is here. Packy Saunders. Um, Corey Taylor, who works at Truth, was there this morning. <laughs> who, who works at Truth right now was at, was at Snow's this morning. So as it, well. it was a nice meeting. Of um, Louise, barbecue Louise, world. Yeah, um, Louise, Terry, and was there. Terry, Terry Osborne, Osborne and who, Taylor. I'm pretty sure Terry just manifests in front of barbecue joints all the time. <laughs> so, uh, and so, his brother, and, and his brother here, around, yeah. and, his, and he's got his wife and kids here. It's it's uh, yeah, it's it's always fun. It's it's you know, it's a real. Community it's amazing not just when you see them once, but when you see them at the second stop or the third stop. Right, and, right. Yeah, it's just it's amazing to cross paths multiple times in one day. Right. You know, so, the, so yeah, and when like you said you you had messaged us a while back about making this trip, and so of course yeah, we were stoked to 
you know, we, it's our favorite thing to you know, watch people have these barbecue right, experiences because right. it's just it's cool for us not to say that we take them for granted because we love going to them and we go to them all the time but it's it's just always cool to see someone having that first experience at snows and first experience at tejas let's talk about that first experience at snows so um you know so, what, what how was that what did you get uh so we ended up i wanted to try everything um so we ended up i had to get the pork steak obviously they're, they're known for that and that's you know not something that i've ever had before um so we got the pork steak some chicken sausage brisket and ribs um, pork steak by far was my favorite um, just because it's so unique it's a cut of meat that not many people do um, and it takes on a kind of different flavor profile when they do it over, you know directly it's over it's amazing that. you know you, you've got pulled pork and pork steak and it's the exact same cut yeah, of meat right. but it's cooked differently not that much different in the spices really but it, it's a completely different end product 100 percent different yeah, I mean, the product. fat renders differently you've got that you know nice crust on it it's just it's such a unique good bite of food and snows does it as well as anybody right it's just excellent it's yeah it's, it's the shape and, and the look of a steak but pulled apart you know pretty easily it didn't fall apart like you know pulled pork but the the taste was like anything not like anything i've ever had before and i, I know obviously you didn't plan it to be this weekend but it ended up being a pretty big news week for snows this week with uh, Tootsie getting yet another wonderful honor bestowed upon her as she is a James Beard semifinalist for Best Chef Southwest. And uh, for the, anyone's not familiar with the James Beard Awards, that's not just a barbecue thing. Um, it's, a, it's a restaurant thing. It's, it's, you are cooking some of the best food regardless of whether you're fine dining or a barbecue nationally joint. nationally recognized yeah, it's, it's, even though this is a chef of the southwest right, it's it, a national organization right, there are different regions and south by southwest it's texas louisiana arkansas colorado there's like five four or five states slumped in the southwest and so it's it's a really big honor a lot of people refer to it as the oscars of food i was i was afraid you were going to say that <laughs> it really is i know but everything i've heard this whole that's all i keep hearing it's it's a good it, analogy but it's like i'm so tired of hearing that okay. it's the grammys you know, of food you know i don't know but Whatever no it's, it's, no but it's a huge honor i mean and <laughs> she's in the semifinals. she has to make it to the finals and then and then uh, and she, she makes, makes it, the it into the She'll Super Bowl. Downhill Super G run. Oh, wait. Yeah, the Olympics, whatever. Yeah, but so. no, I mean, but there's a good chance. I mean, we're rooting for her for sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah, she's be great. Such a hard worker. It's yeah. like one of the most inspiring people. You it's know it's I mean? one of the, the, the fun things about Snows is you can watch, you know, them. They're still finishing up the oh, cook right. for the day, right? They're not just sitting in a restaurant serving the food or sitting around. Um, and you can still see her move back and forth and shoveling the coals. And I mean, she just. It just emanates such a such a legacy of barbecue. That's it's right. great, you know. It's, it's it takes so the time fun. to you know talk to all the little kids that run up and want to take pictures. And, I mean, and, it's basically a shovel of coals and a photo. And bloggers and right. you know everybody with social media. She's extremely patient. Right. Um, oh, her absolutely. and Carrie and and Clay as well. Yeah, right. that, that whole team just does a wonderful job with you know making everyone feel welcome, uh, making sure everyone's having a good experience. It's just. There's nothing better than a Saturday morning sitting out at Snows. I'm really glad you got to have that experience. Yeah, it was awesome. It's it's something you can only get at that one place in that one town. Right. Little old Lexington, Texas. Um, so we, we finished up at Snows, and uh, we headed over to this little Backtracked tin a little shack bit. Um, in Brenham, Texas, called Truth Barbecue. Um, right next to the freeway, because I know you cannot hear yeah, any it, of yeah, that yeah, at all. If you haven't heard the, you know, pickup trucks and semis and everything else rumbling by. We're either at Daytona 500 yeah. or we're eating barbecue. Yeah, we're at Truth Motor Speedway. And uh, 
What did uh, what all did you? Oh, it'd probably be easier to ask what you didn't eat at Truth, but we'll yeah, ask what I, you did eat. Uh, this is one of the most anticipated stops on my uh, little barbecue tour. Um, everything I've seen and, and heard was you know was just great, and so I wanted to basically try everything I could. Um, we got a big old platter, you know, briskets and both types of sausage. Uh, what else did we get? Oh, some pork ribs. Uh, had to get a beef rib. That was this is the first time I've, I've had a real Texas beef rib, um, which was excellent. And uh, and the sides were just just killer. They knock it out of the park with the sides. Just amazing. And you you were also impressed by the um, the condiments as well. The condiments. Yeah, the pickles and the oh absolutely the pickles yeah. and red onions. That's and, right. Yeah, that, that, definitely well. the best pickled red onions I've had thus far. I'm a big fan of those. They they were really good. And the in the pickles too may have been the only in-house uh, uh, pick, uh, you know, pickles that they actually make in-house that I've had so far. Um, and I've almost walked out without getting the jalapenos, but Leonard threw a big old handful of <laughs> jalapenos right on the end. And uh, yeah, fantastic. Um, probably my favorite stop so far. Everything's been great, but th I think this is, this is probably a top one. The sides are just over the top. And you still got some, some great stops oh, to yeah. go. So, um, you right. know, this, this may be your favorite so far, but um, they're up for some tough oh, competition. I'm going to keep an open mind. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to say yeah, yeah. that this is the best or my favorite yet. But yeah, well, yeah, heck, your next stop is going to be a great one. Uh, from here, you're headed on to Louis Miller and Taylor, which you're going to talk about one of the great experiences of walking into a barbecue place. Nothing compares to walking inside of Louis Miller. Uh, that, that's what I've heard. That's what everyone says. It's the, it's the cathedral yeah, so, uh, of barbecue absolutely. and so much history there. So, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting over there and uh, and just taking it all in. Yeah. Really excited. Yeah, so uh, I'm, I know that nothing's set in stone between sellout times and where you end up, but what are some of the other places that you're, you're hopefully looking to get to in the next day or so two? So after Louis Miller's, we're going to uh, drive into Austin. Um, one of the places I want to I, I want to try is uh, Texas uh, Ranch Barbecue. Marco Lisby. Uh, yep. Yeah, and I want to try his ribs that I see incredible photos of pretty much every day on Instagram. They are the best looking ribs on Instagram. I mean, they are beautiful. He, he has yeah. some sexy ass ribs. Yes. <laughs> yes, he does. So from there, and then we'll probably try to hit Style Switch if they're still open. I, I guess they do dinner service, right? Yeah, it's, Styles would be good at you. will be able to get Styles and get a pitcher of beer and hang out at Styles for a couple hours. It's right. a good barbecue. And, it's a it's a great stop as well. Right, um, and another one of the ones I'm really looking forward to is uh, waking up tomorrow morning and going to Valentina's for some uh, breakfast tacos. Um, you should be looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about that. Uh, I have not had a taco yet since I've been here. I've been saving saving that to be my first one. So. Um, so yeah, we'll do Valentina's in the morning. You've been in Texas and haven't had a breakfast taco yet. That's right. But he's saving it for Valentina's. I know. Yeah, that, yeah I guess that's I a good totally balance. Yeah. That and I also went to Snows this morning. Had barbecue for breakfast. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's probably one of the reasons I haven't yeah, had a taco, he, breakfast taco yet. That's 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 a forgivable. You thing. can have a breakfast taco <laughs> any time, though, day or night. That's the beauty of those. Um, and then from Valentina's, we'll probably try to go to the barbecue. Um, and then from there, or, or maybe Micklewaite first. I, I really want to get to Micklewaite and try those uh, those cheesy jalapeno grits that I that I keep seeing and everyone keeps talking about. So um, yeah, and then so Micklewaite and and La Barbecue. I would like to note also that this man has been in Texas for a couple of days and he can pronounce Micklewaite correctly. So <laughs> that's, that's congratulations, plus two points Chris. for that. Yes. Yeah. Um, and. 
I'm trying to think. I, you know, it's it's kind of a blur right now. I'm in a little bit of a meat are there, coma. Are there any places that, you know, due to time, you're just not going to be able to hit that you really are kind of oh, yeah, sore that like you didn't thousands. get to? Yeah, there's a bunch, <laughs> a bunch of them. Um, yeah, time and, and distance. Um, you know, there's, you know, obviously I'd love to get out to Evie Mays. Um, you know, I, I really like uh, what I see with what... Uh, with what Reed Guest is doing in Waco. My wife was hoping I could get out there and go over to the silos. And pick her, pick her <laughs> I'm sure she That would be yes. literally half of your day. Right, yeah. exactly. But I told her I just didn't think it was going to happen. Maybe I'll, that'll be a reason to come back again. There you go. You know yeah. what I mean? Make a second trip. Um, and obviously... I once bought my wife concert tickets to a concert in Dallas so I could go to Franklin Barbecue. <laughs> Figure that one out. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, but there's a few others. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch of others, but... Uh, Bodacious, definitely. I wish I could have uh, gone down there and see, just to see Jordan. I've, you know, listened to a few interviews with him. He seems like one of the nicest guys, um, and it sounds like their food's killer. So, so yeah, I won't get to everything I can, but I, I'm trying. I'm trying my best. I think you know, I'm eight or nine places in now, and and by the end of it, probably closer to twenty. So it's amazing. In three days. So yeah, I'm not sure I'll look the same when I when I get back home. <laughs> Might have a case of gout or something, but but it'll all be worth it. Yeah, I mean it's been it's it's been a very great run. We've been we've been excited for you to come down and try it, just because we love getting those first time opinions. Um, well, I appreciate you guys helping me with the itinerary too. Um, as you guys obviously know, I, you know, listen to all the podcasts. Um, I'm kind of a barbecue nerd in that way, but uh, but I appreciate you helping me with the itinerary. You guys, you know, writing back to me pretty much instantly when I sent you an email. Um, we got nothing better. To and, do. And, yeah, <laughs> mapping out mapping out my plan for me, and you know, kind of kind of helping me pick and choose, you know, which places to get to and in what order to go to. So I, I appreciate that a lot. No, it's been a blast. Thanks for letting us come around and uh, eat yeah. barbecue with you. And yeah, we're definitely looking forward to you know seeing the rest of your trip and you know hearing you know, kind of your thoughts on it and how everything's Absolutely. going. But, uh, Can't wait to get home and, and kind of I'll say, yeah, take best all this of luck. Uh, best of luck yeah. on trying to, yeah. to yeah, turn yeah, this right. into right. something else. Yeah, yeah. Do what you can to remember those flavors. Remember right. How this, yeah, trying to you know put them in my head or you know yeah. type them into my notes on my phone. Yeah, so I, can. I don't see them right now, but you know old goofball Dylan Taylor was just in the pit room a second ago, <laughs> uh, Mr. Note Taker himself. So yeah, um, take notes if you need to. Yeah, That's just, right. Yeah, yeah. Take some notes and. Uh, and really just do my best when I get back to, to try to bring some of this, you know, flavor to Virginia where where it's needed. For awesome. Sure. Well, yeah, I mean, hopefully you, know, you never we never know where our travels are going to take us. We'd love to have some of your primacy meat That'd be awesome. someday as well. So hopefully our travels can take us up that way at some point. And uh, I'm sure we'll cross paths again. So. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. Thank you for being on. Well, there you have it. There's our episode with Chris Wood of Primacy Meat Company. Give him a follow. And by all means, please feel free to uh, rate and review our podcast at your favorite listening app. Um, it helps get our podcast out to more people. And be sure to follow us at Tales from the Pits on Instagram, at BBQ Podcast on Twitter. And we'll talk with you next time.